the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch, we're live here at Millburgers today. Now tomorrow we'll be recorded, but if you want to come on by and visit with us today, and we'll talk gardening with you, or give us a call at 210-308-8867. We haven't been on since before Christmas. <laughs> did you get my so me- last show did of the year? Did you get my too? message uh, last weekend? Yes. I ain't sitting out on the porch. Uh, that's why was, we wouldn't do the show. Decision. <laughs> Calvin and I were ready to come out, sit yeah, on the yeah. porch, and, you know, help huh? help people, <laughs> even though it was 20 degrees or something. But Jerry said Man. that he wasn't going to do it. So, oh, Absolutely. You even had your gloves on, your little mittens. Yeah, we just uh, <laughs> give him his way all the time. Uh, I, know. I know. And I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it's a... New Year's Eve. I guess if you uh, don't have much hair on the top of your head, you got to be a little more sensitive to the cold than, <laughs> oh, maybe than so. the rest of us do. Huh? We could get him a cap. <laughs> but anyway, so it's the end of the year. We're here at Millburgers. We're going to have to see if people start bringing their Christmas trees in. Is it too early? They've got till January 16th to bring the trees in and get the uh, 20% off coupon. Usually uh, a- after the first, but there are some people that... I've already started taking down. Up. Yeah, yeah. So maybe we'll see more next week. But anyway, um, yeah, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Oh, and uh, in tomorrow's show, we'll talk about it because it is recorded. But uh, I want to encourage uh, folks that are members of garden clubs to uh, call us and tell us uh, what's going on with your garden club, like the Rose Society. It looks like they had a big rose show in October. I was looking them last week and the herb society had their thing so you know and that that's a good point uh because i i did for my article today uh talked about uh resolutions yeah but i i kind of i think i kind of short shorted the uh garden clubs i you know i emphasize master gardeners and gardening volunteers of south texas but we've got a set of uh garden clubs that are really Pretty yeah. active too, and uh, get involved in a lot of important projects in the environment and in the city. So, so that uh, that's a good point to bring that up, Milton, so that we uh, can uh, add that to the list of uh, things we're talking about. Yeah. So if you're angry about being shorted, call us at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Yeah, now, Calvin's absolutely right, and I hope to hope we get some calls. I, I put out a couple email email uh, feelers out there, but we'll keep pursuing it. Because, yeah, there, there. if you have a love for, there's an orchid society, too, isn't there? Okay. Wasn't there one? Yeah. yeah. 
Well, yeah. and, and things have there used to be. I yeah, guess. things yeah. have changed quite a bit, though. though. Yeah, the yeah. pandemic kind of. Well, well, people died. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Every story you have. Well, uh, <laughs> it's true. We need, to, we need to start the garden club for people who died. <laughs> there's master gardeners, there's GVST, yeah, and there's it, gardeners who have passed. And we will have, <laughs> we'll have children and put their name. If they donate some money, we'll uh, put a little plaque in the chair for the, those who have passed. Oh, uh, Okay. Well, there's a lot more room if you just do it, do it on little bricks. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay, so that could be used when it, when it, week after year, month after month. One of the towns I lived in in Minnesota, Dassel, Minnesota, had a park in the middle of the town that they did. They did that. They had the, all these uh, fancy walks through the <laughs> and, and the names were everywhere, and they. Yeah, they were all the you know the, the veterans from various uh, <laughs> yeah wars and things. Yeah, so done the botanical. I think the botanical garden ha- has. I think you can some buy bricks. Yeah, you don't know. I don't know that uh, you have to be dead to get the bricks, though. Oh, I think you can be alive and well, so it's, hard, it's much easier to honor you to buy them when you're alive too. Yes, uh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> You make your, I was thinking, they make you buy your own brick? I was thinking, you know, okay, yeah, so just, you have... Just be, yeah, the, here's your list of things you need to do before you die. Uh, <laughs> buy the brick. Uh, Hurry. <laughs> don't wait. We know something you don't know. A brick, the brick may outlive you. The brick probably will outlive you. Oh, gosh, you. yes. So you have the Dead Poet Society, that movie. So would this be like the Dead Gardener Society? <laughs> it sort of seems sad and perhaps a little bit mean. No, no okay. not me. But it'd be, be short. It, it's memorial. The Dead po- Poets Society was a kind of a, a sad, sad, sad yeah. movie. But a good movie. But, it was but the announcements sad. would be short. All right. Uh, this this month's meeting of the uh, Dead San Antonio Dead Gardener Society. <laughs> and in your it only business. includes 11 people. <laughs> in, in the old business. That's in right. In your business. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Oh Lord! <laughs> All right, we're gonna make somebody angry. We are gonna make somebody angry. But the neat thing about it is, they'll forget about it in okay. twenty minutes. Well, if you had, uh, if you got, if you got, ta- away, ta- then... talk about other topics. Yeah, uh, sure. Go ahead, Calvin. The, uh, you, you know, if you your flower garden, you probably got uh, cyclamen injured, and you got snapdragons, and even pansies in some gardens were injured, but. Uh, here at Millburgers, we got uh, oh, uh, all the they've l- covered refre- yeah refresh refreshing blooms and good looking foliage and ready to mm-hmm. b- replace the plants that you lost yeah. in the freeze. Uh, blue bonnets, you can plant some blue bonnets. Yeah, blue bonnets are looking Calvin good. mentioned in in his article. He said uh, uh, this week in the garden in today's paper today, right? Okay. Most wildflowers that have germinated will not be injured by the cold weather, but the lack of moisture continues to be a complication. It is is a complication. They will die. Uh, I thought about calling John Thomas Wazzy's Farms as I was uh, coming over here, but I imagine he's in New York with his... Kids and grandkids. No, that's nice. But uh, last year, they had the prettiest stand of uh, of uh, 
maroon or maroon, red, red maroon, uh, blue bonnets they'd ever had in history. And they were getting low on that seed. And so, and uh, uh, they, they went out. John was so proud of them. He was showing them to everybody. And they dried up. Ah. Didn't get a seed off of them. Ah. And so I had heard earlier this year he had, they had planted again. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it hadn't, hadn't rained up there. They've been dry, extremely dry. Yeah. I didn't realize. I, I thought they were getting some rain, but uh, the word is uh, they don't. They didn't get it. I hadn't gotten any. I bet you, a lot of those wildflowers uh, have dried up. Paid. Well, I the mine won't dry up. I put it, I planted them in the cut flower garden uh. in <laughs> rows. <laughs> every every two feet, there's a yeah a blue bonnet. <laughs> and uh, as I was coming in, I was scoping out what is beautiful and green and actively growing. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, I came in from the front parking lot and went by to see the blue bonnets. And I mean. They are beautiful. The foliage. The foliage is beautiful, yeah. And uh, it's interesting to see them side by side. They're they're different colors. And uh, if you come over to get some, uh, look at the white compared to the blue compared to the red. The foliage. We We always dreamed of being able to separate the seed uh, by color, and we're pretty pretty much to that point now. Uh, when you get a a bunch of white se- white seed from white blue bonds, the uh, the the, uh, the blue the uh, seed are actually p- white, pale white, whereas the ones uh, from the uh, Red maroon or red? Can you see uh, the uh, the white blue bonnet team <laughs> on, on the uh, uh, his uh, gardening volunteers or master gardeners that are are helping him the the exclusive uh, exclusive team or member of the vigilante crew is the white yeah. team. <laughs> now, your stuff reminds me. See, 200th anniversary of Gregor Mendel, and the, the, oh, the is father, that right? yeah, is the, the father of genetics. Yeah, with all your seed talk and stuff, I saw that there. The man. Yeah, they 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 dug him up. <laughs> they did. They're they're trying to. That was the article. Was are they about to to get his DNA? Well, if you're done talking about dead bodies, getting uh, done. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we buddy. may not be. Are you through to have a dead body? No, <laughs> never. The, sci- the, uh, the cyclamen are uh, a large selection of attractive cyclamen. And the pansies are looking really good yeah. over there. With uh, The ones that are really showy are the blue and, the, and that, la- that lavender, that red lavender. Yeah, look at the that blue, real pretty, uh, almost red. Yeah. That's the one I uh, call snap, r- red lavender. Yeah, snapdragon. Mm-hmm. Where? <laughs> you mean the... The first, one on the first, corner. First one on the corner. Oh, on the corner, yeah, snapdragon. <laughs> I was thinking of these uh, pa- pansies that were kind of uh, red lavender. Oh, yeah. In the middle there. And the little violas that they were talking about. 
So they're here. They're easy to plant. They're. Uh, yeah. I think they were probably on. Are they still on sale? What's that? For which one? Our yeah. violas and pansies and I'll, snapdragons. I'll, I'll look and see. I think so. Uh, Christmas decor, seventy-five. Yeah. So if you like metal Christmas art, they've got some fun stuff at seventy-five percent off too. You know how much the poinsettia is a seller for now? A dollar each. A dollar each. They had some nice ones inside by the register. I didn't look in the greenhouse yet. Oh, there. Let's see. Hold on. Still looking. Strawberries, violas, regularly a dollar fifty-nine. That's almost a dollar sixty. Yeah. No, they're on sale for for uh, five dollars. Pansies are in the four-inch pot or four for five dollars. Snapdragons in the four-inch pot or four for five dollars. Yep. So you can make a quick yeah transition from flattened uh, plants from the freeze to uh, upright and bloom oh, yeah. blooming again. And uh, yeah. Uh, 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 Challenging the uh, blue bonnet for pretty plants uh, is spinach. They got some beautiful spinach ready to harvest. <laughs> they take a couple of leaves off every plant. Uh, the spinach is uh, over there, and the strawberries are, are pretty too. Uh, I guess they, I guess they covered the strawberries. We were, we were talking about last week that. Uh, Strawberries and spinach and blue bonnets will not, uh, they wouldn't freeze back in that hard freeze. And Calvin had some that was planted and some that weren't planted, and they both survived, right? Yeah, the blue bonnets. And the, the uh, spinach did did fine, too. It's not as uh, bulbous and yeah, not expressing too. itself as much as it was <laughs> before the freeze, but... When I was looking at the leaves, it just looks like the leaves kind of retreated a little bit. And yeah, got uh, closed up a little bit. Yeah, well, mm -hmm. that 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 spin Ashley spinach is a is a, has kind of kind of curled up leaves, but uh, I imagine that freeze has something to do with it. But usually, after a cold weather comes, spinach gets sweeter. Yeah, well, and I expect that it'll. Uh, um, re spread out. Oh too. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that you got to watch that too because there, it's uh, there's some potential there for your vegetables to dry out. And, oh yeah, and uh, everything can dry. Yeah, container your container plants. Yeah, people think, uh, well, it's cool now, so we don't don't need to water our newly planted shrubs and trees and things like that wrong they will die if you don't water yep what percentage of new trees and shrubs do you think die from lack of watering uh <laughs> i think well, i think mark year, was saying 85 percent yeah thought, this know. year <laughs> it's been a high high rate now because i think we're gonna we're gonna finish this year off as a driest uh year in history mm. right I don't know. I think I think so. Dennis, <laughs> that, that's 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 you. You got this, Dennis. Now let's. <laughs> you guys might want to pick a more positive train of. Uh, yeah, we're positive. It's going to be the oh. last year in history. And, yeah, <laughs> rather than uh, how many are dying, 
<laughs> what, what it takes to ca- keep them. Yeah, there you go. Okay, we'll be positive. Well, but I think that, you know, I, I was, uh, you know, talking about the tree hugger, and we'll talk about that in a few minutes, but it was like that's such a simple thing to do, yeah. but people don't do not do it. So what should, what, what should they do once with that newly planted tree or shrub to give it the best chance well, you, the most positive chance. <laughs> you always you want you right now. Uh, now after I got my water pipes repaired, right. So yesterday I was able to water all the container plants that, mm. and uh, and that was the first thing to do because it's kind of deceptive. You look you, you you look at your plants and they're frozen back, but. Uh, and if you look real close, things like pansies and snapdragons have got still got some uh, uh, stalks. Sprouts, and, yeah. And uh, if you water, get them some water to them, they're going to recover. In a hurry. Yeah. So that, that that's, you want to go through and you want to bring that water, that initial watering is really one of the most important ones around. Yeah. And, then, and then you don't want to uh, let... Get, get behind, like Jerry mentioned, be, get behind the uh, newly planted shrubs and trees. Yeah. It's uh, The weather now is really perfect, but uh, still there's no there's no water on, down there. No, that's right. They can't, <laughs> they can't expand their root system. So, mm. like Milton says, keep your balls wet and I've never said that. Moist. Huh? Never, ever said that. Melvin? No. You know this show is recorded, right? Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 210 308 8867. 210 308 8867. And toll free, it's 866 308 8867. And uh, let's do this. Uh, oh, that we are. Oh, uh, according to Al back at the uh, station. Uh, the NOAA weather uh, has stated that we are more than 24 inches short of rain this year. 22. That's kind of short. <laughs> okay. Of, yeah, we, we usually basic, we just get they, about that much. Yeah, usually, usually, well, we usually get about 32 yeah. inches, mm. and then, then uh, I think we're at about 20 or 21. All right, let's take a quick according break. To, While we do, give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 9.30 a.m. This is The Answer. It's better now to say I dwell in possibility on New Year's Day. Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Uh, Going to go back to our phones in just a second as we got a surprise guest, and uh, I just want to uh, uh, remind you we were talking about the tree hugger sprinkler. I want to tell you about it. it's right here at Millburgers, also at HEB. And if you want to make sure that root ball is wet and uh, moist, and the tree's getting sufficient water, the tree hugger sprinkler will let you do just that. Now, the Tree Hugger Sprinkler is a unique design. In fact, it's the winner of the 2021 Pinnacle Award 
for Best New Product at the National Hardware Show. It's a, a hard plastic, and it has a hinge on it. So you open it up, and you close it or hug it around the tree. And you turn it on just a little bit. Yeah. So it efficiently waters that root ball, or you can turn it on more so it gets away and waters near the drip line. Uh, check it out here at Mill Burgers. Three different sizes, 7, 11, and 15-inch. And um, the uh, you'll, like I said, you'll find a size that you need, and you'll find it right here at Mill Burgers online at treehuggersprinklers.com. That's treehuggersprinklers.com. Those All are right. pretty, pretty pots. Yeah, they sure are. Ooh. That would make me nervous carrying them in the, huh? the thing like that. But she seems to have it under control. Yeah. <laughs> David Rodriguez is on the line. Oh, no. Our David. Oh, my goodness. I think. Hi there, David. Welcome I to the show. I thought you said he wasn't going to be here for a I, week. And Merry Christmas <laughs> and Happy New Year's, gentlemen. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year's to you, sir. Yes. Uh, no, Trace wanted me to call in just to remind all the folks that we'll start our uh, our uh, tour of talks on Saturdays. So we'll be there next Saturday from 1030 to 12 noon. And our topic is going to be on house plants, interior plants, which is a good topic for January. You know, January's such a cold month of the year, and a lot of people uh, might not be able to do quite a bit outside besides fruit trees and other things in the landscape and gardens. So we're going to be doing a topic on interior and house plants and i think a lot of people don't realize that millburgers that nice greenhouse <laughs> that they have there yeah yeah they got yeah. a lot a lot of nice plants in there you know no, and so and peter kind of is really uh, good at uh, finding good house plants and getting yeah. a great selection yeah, yeah we've been yeah, we've been watching the phalaenopsis orchids yeah go leave it go leaving the greenhouse today they were that that i guess that must be a great choice for a gift this definitely. holiday season. Yeah, Visiting definitely. somebody and bringing a phalaenopsis can't hardly go wrong with that. Yes, yes. That was Dr. Wong, right, Dr. Parsons, that helped put that on the big market out there? Yeah. Doc, he's wanting me to talk about doc, yeah. Dr. Wong. Okay. But it's, it's not spelled W-O-N-G. But it's pronounced that way. It's spelled W. A N G. I see. Yes, so it's, yes, it's Dr. Wong. It's correct. It's, it's correct. It's not, yeah. Yeah. Ahaha. <laughs> I messed you up. So, yeah. So you, this is, it's free, open to the public. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, I'm guessing even with the, with, actually, I'll look at the weather. I think the weather's supposed to be nice for next Saturday. I think so. And even, even if it gets kind of chilly or cold, I'm pretty sure he's going to put us in the greenhouse. Okay. Yeah, that's perfect. So I think it'll all work out. And we usually do the fruit tree talk in there, too. Yeah. Uh, I think late January if it's real cold as well. So we'll just see how the weather plays. You know what else makes a nice uh, gift? I'm just looking at these beautiful uh, cyclamen, David. Yes, very beautiful. Yes. You, you, we think of them being as relatively expensive when you plant them a, oh, yeah. a hundred of them outside, but when you <laughs> when you're talking about uh, one or two for uh, gifts for somebody in, inside, they yes. they're they're inexpensive and they're spectacular, and they'll just keep blooming and blooming. Just ask my wife and I. Uh, <laughs> I it was just you know what are those. Uh, uh, the the plants that the pe- people grow and you ca- they keep 
expanding and expanding. Uh, Ivy? Fe- uh, uh, the bamboo? No. <laughs> no, in, in bamboo. The, the, yeah. the, the ones inside with the, the blooms. Well, maybe maybe we, there's five oh, of African us. violets? Yeah, that's it, Milton. There uh, you go. Okay. There you go. <laughs> But they 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 grow very well inside. Of course, yes. they used that's what they used to do. Yes, yeah, some of those some of those cyclamen have a fragrance to them too. Are you serious? Yeah, you really smell uh, it, or are you just are you just? No, playing? I'm serious. Talk to Trace about it. I think some of them, I don't know which colors, but some of them have a kind of spicy or scented fragrance to it. I, I, I think there's a particular color. But Trace will probably know which one it is. Ah, well, yeah, uh, yeah I, grow, I grow mine over near the restroom, and <laughs> it, has, it has burst of fragrance. Yes, all those plants near the restroom have bursts of fragrance. Uh, there you go. I'm really, really, I'm really sorry I brought that up. Yeah. <laughs> I think you do better off with a stock plant. Then. Hey, uh, David, what do you see? Uh, what are you seeing out there? Is there a lot of damage to snapdragons? Even pansies. Uh, yeah, it it got cold. It got cold, and uh, every everything seems the grass tends to look like a a burn, kind of a burn to it. A lot of uh-huh. trees that, a lot of trees like cray myrtles and pears and a few others that, you know, was just holding on to that or starting fall color and really didn't drop. A lot of trees are holding that burnt leaf on it. And a lot of perennials, they got knocked down to the ground. So, uh, you know, they, it got cold out there. A lot of stuff got knocked yeah. down. So yeah, Jerry, it's going to be yeah. like the waiting game like everything else. And yeah. Jerry Jerry back. brought up our uh, our poor uh, bird uh, bass. Me- <laughs> me- uh, Mexican, uh, the, the ones with the white flowers. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, olives. Yeah, Mexican oh, olives. Oh, yes. Those yeah, poor things that they they went through that, then they were booming again, looking great. And now they're <laughs> yes, now the foliage. Yes. I, we, it looks like mine one. that the stems are. I'm hoping the stems are all right, but at least the foliage is all burnt. Yeah, yeah. we saw a real nice uh, specimen tree in Uvalde um, this week, and I was looking at it and looking. I said, "What kind of tree is this? It has kind of these <laughs> orange brown berries on it, and all the leaves attached." And I Finally, looked at it real close and said, "Oh, that's a Mexican olive." Yeah. So yeah, yeah and all the leaves were st- and berries, the fruits still attached to it. <laughs> so, well, you'll yeah. have you'll you'll have a lot of <laughs> questions and and yes. exploration to do in your presentation. Yes, yes. Well, a lot of yeah, I think it's a waiting game and see what comes out. But yeah. I, I think sometimes it's good that some of these. Um, Perennials do freeze back because most of them will come back when it warms up. Because as you, as we've seen in the past with these uh, mild winters, that people don't cut back these plants, and then by summer they look all like straggly because they never cut them back. So it's kind of a blessing, I think, for some of these plants to freeze back like this. So oh yeah, we just got to yeah, wait. I'm, I'm, I'm betting on the snapdragons for sure. It seems like every <laughs> yeah. year they. They yeah. do this. Yeah, when they freeze back, it'll make people cut them back to normally. Yes, yes. Well, they think cut is to kill. Yes. And yes. Uh, But if they freeze down to the ground and they die, they'll call in and ask about them. 
Should I cut those back now? Yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah. It's already cut back for you. <laughs> Will it hurt them? No, they're dead. <laughs> yeah. Cut back already. He's so you're gentle. Not, you ain't going to hurt them. <laughs> but a lot of people are impatient, too, and, you know, they think it's dead, so the nurserymen love it because they just replace it. There you go. You know, Man. so Trace is all happy. So, Mr. Wessler's yeah. uh, dream situation. There we go. Hey, hey um... Plus, we haven't gone through January and February in the rodeo, so it's still a lot of cold ahead of us still. Mm -hmm. Really? Oh, you sound like (laughs) Milton now. That's what I was talking about, yeah. (laughs) uh, Speaking of the rodeo, uh, are we having it this year? I mean, are you all participating this year? Yes, sir. Um, ATB is not sponsoring our tent, and we've been meeting with the rodeo folks, and so we're going to be a, a very, very, very small educational youth garden uh, tent uh, outside the Coliseum. And then we're going to put some 10-inch uh, cool-weather vegetables out there and do some oh, youth yeah. activities on the good days. And, of course, the 2023 Rodeo Tomato is uh, is growing as we speak today. So All right. be ready for that time frame. Yep. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> Uh, did you notice I said 2023 Rodeo Tomato Milk? I did. <laughs> but yeah, that's the name of it, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Oh, half the name of it. Yeah. Is it, it, it's Ralph, isn't it? Yeah. Ralph, Ralph. The, Ralph the 2023 Rodeo Tomato. All right. Well, One, Wonderful tomato. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're looking forward to seeing you, David. Yeah. David yeah. will be here next Saturday, 10 uh, to 1130, right? Do I have it right? Or 1030 to noon? 12 noon. to noon. It's absolutely free. You don't need to register. Just come and and be a part of it. It'll either look for Dave at the amphitheater or the greenhouse. Bring your questions. uh, And and bring your needs uh, because all the plants that you you lost in the freeze are available here at the burgers. Yes, definitely. definitely. So, David, what do you recommend for someone like me that may have some difficulty growing? um, Oh, yes. um, Indoor plants. Move to move, move to Florida. Uh, artificial. No, they bloom. They Dave, I bet David has a solution for me. No, even you know, there are uh, there are five or six um, house plants that you know, including a Chinese evergreen, agalonemia, the ZZ plant, and a couple other real, real nice ones. They're a little bit pricey, you might say. Okay. But but uh, it's. Um, I think the plant that most people should be able to grow, and we'll cover all that with light. Yeah. Okay. You that's know, I, as a, I like Diefenbachius. <laughs> yeah, this Diefenbachius is a good plant. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. You know what the other name is, right, Milton? Amphiphilia. Uh, is that dumb, dumb game or mute, <laughs> mute, yeah, something like that? Because <laughs> even dumb people can grow it. Yeah, that's right. right. <laughs> That's kind of rude. I think if you chew on it, it makes you dumb. Oh, it makes you, it swells up your uh, throat. Paul Cox always tried to get you to. God damn. Really? What is wrong with you, horticulturist? (laughs) This plant will kill you. Try it. Try it. (laughs) Okay. And we had it planted in the garden for the blind, you know. Uh, Along with the cactus. uh, Ow. What is wrong with you people? All right, David, you it were going to say something? watch him come through. No, no. no. Uh, Change the subject. Yeah, David, <laughs> you were going to say something. 
2022 is almost finished, so happy New Year's to everyone. And Thank you. Uh, 2023, let's all have a great year and a, and a successful gardening year, and let's have fun doing it as well. And thank you all for all the opportunities. And we're going to have the Sounds children's good. garden. Thank you. At least this is the plan right now. Yes, the uh, 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 Phil, Harberber, Phil Hardberger Park oh, has, wow. been doing, has been doing Tuesdays for um, homeschool kids, and they got a recent uh, uh, award on that. And then, of course, the children's garden on Saturdays at the uh, San Antonio Botanical Garden. And then, God willing, uh, gentlemen, this this time next year, 2024, are going into 2024, we should be moving into our, our 10-acre urban farm. And then a lot of great things will be happening out there as well. Very cool. So I'm All very right. excited. Very, very excited. And we've been talking about things that people can do in the new year, and maybe becoming a master gardener is one of them. Yes, uh, you want to touch on that real quick? Uh, master Garden Trainings, we do a class in the fall time, and we start promoting around June, and then we take applicants, and then we, we go through a, a interview process, and we select the folks, and then we conduct it uh, in the fall time. And it's folks that, you know, you, don't, you really don't need to know that much about gardening, just the interest of learning more about gardening and being a good steward. But most important, putting your, your time, effort, worldly experience back in in helping the outreach efforts of the extension service through youth and adult research um, uh, outreach and just your time really more than anything yeah. else will we'll train you and then you have a lot of great other opportunities to learn other subject matter throughout your volunteer time and network with a lot of great people yep well we'll uh we'll make sure where do they go to to find out to kind of track that uh, on the both the Bear County Extension Service and Bear County Master Gardener website, and both those websites also uh, have the calendar on the homepage of, of educational events that we offer throughout the month and throughout the year. Oh, and you'll be um, cool, and you'll be uh, opening up the uh, Texas Oatwilk uh, thing that we've been yeah, talking about too. January nineteenth, January nineteenth. Uh, at that big conference room at the Botanical Garden, uh, we're, we're not we're not going to be in the culinary room. We're going to be in the big, big conference room. So it's an all-day training on not only oak wilt, but tree diseases, tree issues, drought stress. We're going to be outside uh, doing the injection on an oak tree to show them how it's done, as well as root oh. collar excavation with the air the, uh, exposing it. Great, great training for not only professionals uh, to get their CEUs, but also uh, master gardeners, master naturalists, uh, groundskeepers, municipality folks that want to know on the park systems and all that. So January 19th, uh, we're almost full. So if anyone's interested, go to the Bear County Extension Service website on the homepage for more information on that and to register as well as all the other great things we're offering throughout the month of January. Very good. Thank you, David. See you all next week. Happy See New Year's. You too. Right. So David all will right. be here next Saturday from 1030 to noon at Mill Burgers for a free seminar on indoor plants. So mark it on your calendar. Just come on out and be a part of it and bring some questions. All right, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8888. 
67-210-308-8867. More coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Back to Millburgers Garden in South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Don't forget in the new year, if taking care of your home is on your to-do list and your New Year's resolutions, make sure that you reach out to Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. Warren Remy have the gang over there is family-owned, locally owned, here in San Antonio, and they've been doing since 1976. They have been your web of protection, and you can uh, help count on them to help you to uh, get rid of them and keep those pests out of your home because they look at it holistically. They're going to take the time it's necessary to evaluate the situation properly and then advise you on all the choices. 210-656-3721, 210-656-3721, or online where you can see all those great reviews at GoSpiderManPest.com. That's GoSpiderManPest.com. Do you think they ever have any regrets for Putting these poor little critters out in the cold when it's this cold and put making the squirrels and the raccoons and things go out in the cold. I'm going to say no. No? Okay. Do you think the raccoons have any regrets when they <laughs> chew up all your wiring or your uh, ducks in the uh, and, attic? Uh, uh, and they, 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 the problem with the raccoons is that they make too much noise up there. <laughs> that's the problem is they're making too much noise yeah i mean they sound like they're having a party up there ah see so if your raccoons are partying in the attic <laughs> and you're tired of it you can't sleep at night <laughs> spider-man can help you out i i, I yeah you know had had that happen mm-hmm. and and i was gonna take care of business you know mm-hmm. 22 rifle in the attic. What could go uh, wrong? <laughs> and, uh, a I hole got, in your roof. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, what I was worried Hang about. Hang on, Lulu. I was thinking I could hit him, kill him, or hit him, but he may not kill him. Yeah. So I could get him out of there. And then he would die in the attic, and that would That's stay with me for a long period of time. Yeah, you'd, you'd remember him for a while. <laughs> Hey, Lulu's got a uh, good question at 210-308-8867. Hey, Lulu, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, thank you. My brand-new son-in-law, who just graduated from A&M two weeks ago, gave me the best gift ever, and he is so excited about it, which are the Texas maroon blue bonnets. And, of course, he has a big, long story that came they were developed at A&M, and I was like, oh, I know, I know. And he goes, okay, All so right. when are you planning them? I, I, <laughs> I know. Are you hearing it? Yes, yeah. he's getting maroon blue bonnets. Okay. Right. So he said, when do you when are you going to plant them? I went, I don't know yet. <laughs> As, uh, and he's like, why? <laughs> so <laughs> here plan, I am. Plant them as soon as possible. <laughs> okay, so I told him I would check with you. 
to make sure that this would be okay to plant them right now. And he's oh, like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Is it seeds or transplants? It's transplants. Oh, they're seeds. They're no, seeds. they're seeds. Oh, they're seeds? seeds yeah. I thought you yeah. got them over here. Well, you tell what? that cheap-ass uh, son-in-law he should come over to Millburger and get you some plants. <laughs> but be nice about it. <laughs> he just yeah, bought you a packet of seed. What kind of... <laughs> you could I mean, they could she could do both is it too late to plant the seeds yes uh. <laughs> but well, you can plant them but nowhere are they coming up and blooming okay so by, in spring in march are you near mill right. can you come over and just get a six oh, pack yeah and... I'm, I'm there regularly so oh, good. yeah okay. i'll buzz on over Okay, you can you yeah. can get the uh, red red maroon, or you can get a white, uh, Ooh. Uh, or you can get a blue. A, blue, they've got blue over here. You can get red, white, we and blue. We can get a flag. Yeah, yeah exactly. And they're they're pretty reasonable. I, they're six. They're in six six uh, six packs. Yeah, they're in super uh, six or something. Yeah, and they got a large root system, so mm-hmm. uh, you can plant them. You can plant the colors, or you can just plant blue if you like that old blue. But uh, <laughs> Lady Bird Johnson Royal Blue is a spectacular blue. Yeah, and that's deep all, blue. That's yeah. all we sell over here. Fabulous. Well, um, I am going to get those, put them in the ground, and then take a picture of them when they're blooming because they're still up in A&M. And I say, look, all they right. came up. Good girl. Yeah. Yeah. If you got a sunny location? Yes. Perfect location. Great. Right there in the corner. And and those seed that you that your son-in-law gave you? Tell him to stick them. No, keep them for next year. Yeah, well, uh, I'm going to stick them in a stick drawer. Stick them in the ground. I, I <laughs> stick them in the uh, drawer. So. What did you think I was talking about? I don't know. You need to be clear. Put them <laughs> put put on your calendar that uh, September or yeah, to plant them in early September. Well, yeah, that's what I usually do. But he was like, "Oh, can't wait to see them in the ground." And I was like, "Uh huh." <laughs> well, you're you're not. Uh, there's a lot of folks that do that. I bet there's uh, right yeah. now. There's about Listener. fifty listeners that. Is, oh, I oh, I bet I forgot to plant them. <laughs> So, so stick them in a but drawer. You, you for were just next year. thank you for clarifying that. We, uh, you, Jerry was bragging on how good they look too here at the nursery. Oh, the blue yeah, bonnet transplants. And did you see well, the red, I can't the maroon? Wait to come out. Yeah, the yeah. maroon's out there. Okay. Yeah. Okay, good. All right. You, all right. We'll see you in a I'm little while. Buzz they, on over. they close it too today. Oh, I better get in the car. Okay, go, go, go. We'll see you in a okay. few minutes. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. All right, 210-308-8867. She's hurrying. Yeah. She's going to be here in a second. We'll see her. Son-in-law we'll got her seed. Baby got her a lot of seeds. She didn't say how many. She didn't say it was like one pack. Maybe got her number of packs. Well. Maybe it was part of a we, whole You know what, you, you ought to have a library of uh, <laughs> Statements by Jerry. Yeah. And when he when he did that, making a, a noise about the seed, then you could just point, push the button. Uh. And, and, you know, 15 years ago, he w- he would have said that about the seed is is wonderful. Oh, and, uh, I see. Not he, this late. <laughs> Not this late. 
But you'll have it for next year. Even the transplants are an experiment this year. This year. And germination. Oh, maybe she called in and she put some aside because now they're over. I see uh, one of the, the employees over there by the blue bonnets. Yeah, they they keep them clean. But uh, I mean, uh, <laughs> if 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 they don't sell, they're gonna. I bet you if if the they would yeah I use a water soluble fertilizer like Miracle Grow on those yeah. things every time they watered them. Which is what you ought to do is plant them in the ground too, and uh, uh, to really grow that plant as big as we can possibly grow it before it uh, it uh, makes flowers. But uh, the if if tra- if they'll water them here with a water soluble fertilizer, they'll bloom in those containers over there. Oh yeah, we've seen that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, hurry, Lulu. We'll see you in a few minutes. We'll, we'll know it's her. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. What else is going on? You didn't like me telling her that brother, I just wanted to, No, no. You did fine. I keep going. You keep, had that look in your eyes. I don't man. know. I just get that look occasionally. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, one night I was, as I was walking in, examining what was pretty and green, uh, I was surprised at how pretty and green the uh, the herbs were. You know, they got mm. a table. Let's see, where's mm-hmm. where the name? Oh, there it is. Yeah, where it says uh, herbs? Yeah. Okay. And they, I don't know what herbs there were, but uh, those of you who grow herbs and want to grow something in the house, mm-hmm. herbs, herbs is the answer. I wonder if Dave will cover herbs as a, a house plant. Oh, yeah. Will <laughs> some some of them for sure? I mean, yeah, yeah. Because you can't you can't uh, get an audience looking for indoor plants without asking oh, yeah. questions. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, they uh, they look good, and uh, uh, you don't need a large plant of an herb <laughs> to well, uh, always amazes to me that. You know, like one rosemary will take, yeah. provide all the rosemary you need in the whole neighborhood. <laughs> and everybody has at least one in the whole rosemary. side of the town yeah. that you live in. But, uh, and, you know, there, of course, I always tell everybody I don't grow a lot of herbs because my mother never put grass in my food or plant, live plants in my food. We just kept it to meat and maybe onions and stuff like that. No herbs. That's why Jerry never really got that cooking show. Uh. <laughs> First take the meat. Uh. And you're done. Uh. <laughs> 350 at uh, four, four hours or something. But anyway. Dear Chef Parsons, should I put uh, rosemary on this? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> okay, sorry. Yeah, the first, <laughs> the first time I experienced that, my was to be my mother-in-law mm-hmm. put a bay leaf. Oh, that's not bad. In in the uh, in the roast beef, I love roast beef. Yeah, you didn't like and it. And I got a, I got a piece of roast beef. And it had that damn leaf in there. Well, if you grew up in Louisiana, you'd have leaves, bay leaves in just about everything. <laughs> we had bay leaves and red beans and rice. Yeah. And, uh, they, they, the trees grow well over there. 
Well, maybe that's why. They do. Uh, I th- I'm pretty sure they freeze here, don't they? Bay trees, bay leaf trees. I think they, uh, in some cases. Yeah. I, was, I don't. I don't remember seeing any after this freeze. No. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so uh, we just kept the, the foliage out of our food. I so. see. <laughs> but we did have salads. Oh lettuce. my goodness. Oh, that's remind me. What what happened to Crawford lettuce? Did yours it die down? It's pretty f- flat, and I I didn't look at it close. It, it never has frozen. Huh? Uh, honest. No. Uh, so I would be yeah, surprised if it yeah. killed it. I, w- I would. Ex- the top is kind of fried, but I did, I wouldn't yeah. expe- expect that the the base is all right. <laughs> Um, what I was, but it'll grow grow out of that. Uh, my rutabagas got flattened pretty well. Oh, oh, poor rutabagas! I hope carrots nothing did, happened to carrots. Them. Did all right. I got to put Vinny back outside. I brought Vinny in. Yeah. Good. Can you find him again? Uh, he's somewhere in the house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> lost, lost forever. Look at yeah, there'll be there'll, be, there'll be a whining and yeah. Vinny now. Vinny has become a house plant now. <laughs> Look at the uh, butterfly vine. The pr- is that, is that nice orange foliage over yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. It's the, the top. The golden no, golden no, foliage. Notice that only the top new growth, where, where it would bloom and have new growth, is frozen back. But if, if you travel down that arbor that it's on, as you get lower to the ground or toward the ground, uh, it's got some uh, leaves that didn't freeze there, it looks like. Look at the certified bu- butterfly garden in general. Yeah, Almost yeah. Almost anything uh, away from the soil line is, yep. has gotten burnt. So it's time to cut those back. But uh, I, I don't remember... Uh, we we didn't we didn't claim that was we well, claimed it was going to be evergreen, didn't we? That but- butterfly vine. Well, we do uh, we did uh, say evergreen, but we we also mentioned the fact that it um, and hard freeze. Yeah, it gets frozen back, but it generally comes back. I don't think we've oh yeah we ever yeah, lost it. Come, it come back from the ground. But anyway. Okay. Uh, let's see. We got. Uh, well, no, don't talk about Calvin's article yet. Let's save it for the. Because we just have about a minute and a half before we have to take a break. Oh, okay. It's, I think sounds save like. Save it for tomorrow. Huh? No, no. I mean, <laughs> don't save it for tomorrow. But we'll save it for the next hour. Uh, okay. Well, uh, we were talking about Calvin's article uh, in today's paper. Some new ide- planting some new ideas for the new year. All right. Oh, that's clever. And <laughs> and uh, with most gardens, uh, this is uh, it's most of the vegetables have been killed down and need to be uh, removed. You can still let's see. Calvin says uh, you can plant spinach and uh, some of those gar- garden things that I recommended: spinach, onions. Carrots and rutabagas, Calvin. All right. So we will talk more about the article in just a second. <laughs> Don't forget, David Rodriguez will be here next Saturday uh, from 10 to uh, 1030 to noon talking about taking care of house plants. 
That's a free seminar here at Mill Burgers. So just come and enjoy it. And uh, we're going to take a break, come back in a moment. You're listening to Mill Burgers Gardening South Texas. <coughs> Excuse me. On 930 AM, this is the answer. <laughs> We're back with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. It's the end of 2022, the last day of 2022. Tomorrow is 2023. If only there was something... Maybe that somebody had written that could help us uh, with some ideas on things, new ideas to do in 2023 about planting or gardening. No. Okay. Well, that's a shame. <laughs> 210-308-8867. Calvin, you, you have anything to add? Just, uh, <laughs> there are just lots of uh, resolutions possible. In the, All right. Did you, you cover know, some of those in this article? Yeah, we did. Okay. And then, you, you know, when we had a little conversation with David, yeah, uh, Jerry brought up the, and you brought up the master gardeners and the gardening volunteers of South Texas. So there are just a lot of, lot of opportunities to do, good, good jobs, goodwill, g- doing good good things for the community, but also doing good things for yourself, having fun, mm-hmm. learning a lot, um, and getting in, involved in some really uh, pretty exciting projects. Okay, so. digging digging the dirt or. Uh, Teach classes if you want to. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's dig into the article right now. Get what I did there? Yeah. Let's yeah, we, heard, we heard that. We, <laughs> it, it merited to, to, to ignore you, go right through. Right through that silence. Yeah. Okay. But uh, Do you want to? He got, uh, Calvin writes about uh, starting a compost pile. Oh, that's a good idea. Uh now, this has been a tough year for compost piles. Uh, yeah. It's so uh, dry, and yeah. it's amazing how uh, important moisture is in terms of de- oh, yeah. decomposition. Uh, so Ma- Malcolm Beck always said that the main, the main problem that people have are that do, can't, can't compost a pile is they keep it wet, too wet. Really, it, it has to be moist, but not too wet. Yeah. Some people say, "Well, I plant it next to the eaves of the on the eaves of the house, so the rain will come on." Well, going to compost pile. That sounds good. It would have been perfect this year. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, then we get into a rainy spring. You know, we have had those here. I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> and. Uh, it floods into the compost pile. It'll kill it. Kill it with little microbes. You hear them swimming down there, Mel. Oh, neat. Uh, yeah, it's cute. Splashing and having a good time. But, but, it, uh, but uh, we don't want to make it, having a compost pile, may sound too demanding. All right. Because so it's, it's not. It'll, uh, yeah. it'll uh, stay alive. And Does your article process, talk about... Um, what to do and how to do it, or no, no. where to get instructions, or yeah. No. Well, we talk about, uh, of course, we talk about plantanswers dot com. We talk yeah. about the saws website. Uh, lots of uh, sources of information, and uh, 
I guess we could have we talk, could talk more about the um, programs that the that we give. Yeah, using leaves and stuff. Uh, also, Calvin says recruit young heifers. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Okay. Moving right along. Yeah. Well, the, the the one of the one of the motivations for that is that the that young people that uh, get involved in gardening and uh, working with nature uh, in a, in a large scale they do better in school and we 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 were part of a one of the research projects that uh, mm-hmm. collected that data. But we weren't the only ones. I mean, they yeah. al- almost consistently. Yeah, the, throughout the, the they're world. writing um, referee journal papers about that now. All the time, yeah. Just the, and, and it's not it's not just the, the kids. I guess I guess it, it makes a, a, a young person feel like they're in charge or that they're, they're excited about just the day-to-day living. But then the other thing we found out is that their parents get excited. You know, the, yeah. the, the schools that had no luck getting parents to participate in the mm-hmm. classroom, they got started got going in the, setting up a classroom garden. The next thing they knew, they had their parents coming. To, they'd come and go out there, and then the parents would be out there looking at the garden, or, <laughs> or the parents would donate some things or suggest why don't you try this yeah, and want to help yeah too. so that that is a really a uh, boon to having having a garden and and helping somebody get started on in gardening <laughs> yeah well we, what we learned uh, the professionals that were helping the kids with it learned that pr- pretty quickly you want the kids to grow something that they eat in other words, mm-hmm. there's very few rutabakers planted in uh, South Texas gardeners. That's because, you know. They don't eat them. They're not used to them. That's because the man is against rutabagas. <laughs> yeah. But uh, now you. Big spinach you, is keeping the rutabaga down. <laughs> well, spinach is not real popular, but um, yeah. carrots. Broccoli. Carrots? Car- yeah, broccoli is yeah, good. So, so. But but car- well, carrots thought, are real popular. I thought you kept telling stories about your kiddos loving to grow broccoli because they could. My my son did. Yeah. He, now, he did raw. That's it's something that they, they kind of mature in. I mean, that they yeah. evolve into uh, on broccoli. But uh, but what they like was is down here, what do, what do you think they would like to eat in that children's garden? Tomatoes, yeah, peppers. Seems like carrots would be good. Yeah, carrot, carrots, carrots are good. Very sweet. Well, uh, with, with, uh, you, I don't know if you can. The problem is with carrots. Uh, the sweetest carrots are grown in the winter, in the fall, in winter. Oh, okay. And uh, of course, uh, they're out. But but the good thing about carrots is that they can be stored in the ground. In other words, you can plant carrots in uh, October from seed and uh, leave them in the ground until uh, uh, February, March of next year. There's an advantage to having the kids eat 
the produce, but it's not absolutely necessary either. They can, uh, they they benefit or get excited about gardening even when they produce. It's just it's amazing sometimes that they. It's like the realization. Oh, is that where those no. vegetables? <laughs> yeah, from? is yeah. that where carrots come from? <laughs> That's just, where radishes come. I from. thought they grew Turnips. right there at H E B. And they just. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I would tell the story. I was working with a, a group of the Wesley Wesley Community Center. Uh, that's a Methodist group, I think, and uh, they had a had a big garden out there. Uh, and uh, for the for the uh, people that they kept during the day, <laughs> you know, at the Western Center. And so I said, well, I'll plant some potatoes out there in spring. And uh, they had they were good good gardeners, good growers. But they'd never grown a potato. I realized that it was in the ground. Yeah. And uh, where are the where yeah are right these? yeah where are the potatoes? <laughs> and they were funny about uh, potato beetles uh, got on the on the potatoes because that upset them. So they decided to go out there and pick them off by hand because they had like had a lot of labor. And so they would pick them off by hand. I said, well, what do you do with them? What do you do with the bugs? Do you squash them with a brick or something? Oh, no, we, t- we took them over there to the fence and to turn, let them get loose. Didn't want to kill a potato bug. Oh. I said, they probably beat you back to the garden. <laughs> <laughs> Quit it. But, but anyway, they never harvested the potatoes. I mean, you know, I let them potatoes get big and everything else and then I said you want to harvest the potatoes now they said we don't have any potatoes out there because they they were thinking they were like tomatoes oh that'd be above ground and so they flipped out when I took them Hmm. out and we dug some potatoes I bet they wanted to do it then once they saw you do it oh yeah yeah so it's 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 funny what you what you learn about those things, but um, yes, the uh, those uh, those classroom gardens are. Uh, I think they're part of the curriculum in some some schools. Good. And uh, yeah, the, 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 the extension service has a pretty formal structure. Yeah, to right. Support them. Yeah, we used to get plants for them, yeah. onions and things like that. Well, we used to, until the COVID, we used to give presentations there too, Jerry, didn't we? You to, and I. Well, to the teachers. To the teachers, yeah. Teachers, yeah. yeah. And uh, give them some plants and uh, things like that. But uh, that's really taken out. The, the problem with that is uh, the, there are small blocks of, of garden area. And they're not maintained or watered during the summer. So the Bermuda jumps in there and takes it. It takes a garden over. I mean, thick, a thick mat of Bermuda grass. And then when it's time for school to start again, they, they have to have a gorilla to go out there and uh, turn the soil. Cause it, and of course, they wanted to do it all organic. You know how these teachers are. 
we want to do it all organic. I said, okay, go out there and try to dig that uh, Bermuda grass out of there. Now we've tried. We tried uh, a lot of uh, uh, growing uh, southern peas. Yeah. <laughs> tried, uh, tried to. Uh, if you have a uh, supportive uh, janitor, mm-hmm. that's what I, all. All all he had to do was to uh, water it every couple of weeks, and then you would get. Yeah. You would uh, help reduce the. Wouldn't be much Bermuda grass that would compete because southern peas are one of the few things that yeah, compete with. Bermuda that's grass. true. James <laughs> is on the line at 210 308 8867. Hey, James, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing? Hey, doing pretty good, man. Just got back from Dairy Queen. All right. Um, I heard you talking about compost. Yes, sir. And, uh, Back in the day, I got some compost rings from uh, this guy named Malcolm Beck, and he made them out of, like, a, a coated lobster trap wire, I think is what they call it. Yeah. And they're four foot tall and pretty big around. And uh, I just harvested one of them yesterday, run it through my half-inch screen. I got a rotary screen I use, and it got... 50 pounds of compost ready to go out of that wow. uh, out of that you, one one bin. Did you water during this drought? No, I said pounds. 50 gallons. Oh. A 30 gallon and two 10 gallon pots. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, are you are you the one with the Crawford lettuce? No, I don't have any lettuce this Okay, that's fall, another drink. Summer. Okay. Winter. Um, that's okay. where everybody drops the ball. They either let the compost get too uh, dry, or they or they water it too much. It's it's got to be a, a, as wet as a like a wrung out sponge, you know. Yeah, right. Yeah. And if you get it too wet, you're not doing good. And if you get it too dry, it just won't compost. Yeah. How about <laughs> you? Uh, you I guess with the, when you use the relatively small containers like that, that you uh, chop it up, or how do, how do you prepare the It's a, it's a good thing to reduce the volume if you can. Uh, uh, most homeowners, all the browns they got is like leaves, and the greens, all the greens they got is like uh, grass clippings. But you really got to watch grass clippings, man. That's... Uh, That'll pack down and it won't compost real good. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, that's uh, you mix. But browns and greens, man. Yeah, household uh, uh, scraps from the kitchen, and it all makes it all it all makes compost. Compost happens, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why, why worry about producing vegetables and flowers? When you can concentrate on compost. There you go. <clears throat> Grow weeds uh, <laughs> so that you can... Well, pick, I pick, need about pick. 120 gallons of potting soil for my uh, tomato production. So that 50 or 60 gallons goes a long way into into potting those plants up. Uh, and then it all turns into a homegrown tomato at the end of the day. Oh, yeah. That works. Okay, sir. Thank you. So keep up the good work and uh, keep that compost going. All right. All right. 
Thanks. All right, so there's someone else who agrees with you on compost. <laughs> um, That's two, right? Yeah, do they sell um, <laughs> is, uh, I know, are the, the compost bins that you look like the, the old, uh, the, look like cement trucks and yeah. you just keep putting stuff in and turning it? No. Well, but you got, <laughs> if you're going to do, if you're going to do one of those kind of composts, that's a serious management. Mm. They've got a, you know, it's just like he uh, described it. his, his, his is the same thing. You've got to keep moving, moving the material around. Got to make sure the percentage of, of moist and green is the same. For most of us, with uh, compost, will still be produced if you just pile the ingredients mm-hmm. in there uh, in a normal year. Now this year yeah. is kind of tough <laughs> with, with no moisture. Yeah, but uh, we've had to rewrite the book this year. So if you uh, because of the lack of moisture. Yeah, it's it's hard. You need the moisture, but it's also hard to expend the moisture when you're trying to conserve it for your your garden. Too, yeah. So. yeah, combination. All right, let's take a quick break, and then we'll talk more about the article and uh, stuff that you might do for the new year, your 2023 New Year's resolutions and gardening. Back after this, 210-308-8867. You're listening to 9:30 a.m. This is the answer. Raise your glass, and we'll have. For us all who are gathered here and the happy new year to all that is living. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer 210-308-8867 is our number 210308. 8867 and toll free 866-308 Are you checking on what the numbers are? What's that? Are you checking on the no, numbers? No, no, I'm getting a text from somebody about the thing. <laughs> uh, uh, so Beth, one of the callers from last week, says Calvin's suggestion of the primroses was great. They survived the cold and look wonderful. Great. Oh, yeah. yeah tra- Trace is a be real blooming, advocate for primroses. They'll be blooming for yeah, they're they're a nice plant. Yeah. All right. So and they're, uh, they're kind of they're evergreen, I guess. Huh? Yeah. Well, they and they kind of resemble a pansy in their growth habit. Yeah. But uh, when Tra- Trace and I were trying to compare the, the their cold tolerance to the cyclamen a couple of years ago, it, it was obvious that they had the cold tolerance at least of the cyclamen, but. Sounds like what Beth is saying, that they're even more. Oh, yeah. So way to go, Calvin. <laughs> the, uh, Calvin also talks about uh, protect monarchs, get involved to restore the uh, monarch pop- population. And uh, that brought to mind something. Can you buy uh, milk, milkweed seed? You can't buy z- you can buy zinnias, of course. But you I'm, can't. I'm thinking that if you could get the seed, you plant it now, right? Yeah, the, you can buy the seed, uh, but it's not it's not as easy to get it to grow. I mean, there was a lot of attention. Uh, you think in the wilds that they 
they spread their seed in the fall, late fall. Yeah, and, and the, 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 <laughs> the thing that keeps coming to my mind, how hard it is for, for serious uh, uh, farmers to, uh, to control milkweed. Oh, and then, yeah. And then, on the other hand, it's ironic that it's so hard for us <laughs> to get, get it to grow from yeah. seed. I think uh, I think it's kind of like blue bonnet seed, uh, you know. Uh, Manuel Flores used to say, "When does nature plant blue bonnet seed? It's in the late spring when they shed the seed on the ground, and they sit it stay there and germinate when the soil temperature gets cooler." Uh, a certain percentage of them do. So I wonder if that uh, milkweed doesn't have uh, some kind of dormancy associated yeah, with it. It might uh, be uh, kind of interesting to see where where uh, researchers are on that uh, milkweed situation, and then uh, it might be kind of cool for us to see, see if we can't get some of our volunteer organizations to... Uh, gather the seed. Take yeah. on a take on a uh, project. Uh, I, I know when in the in the hill country that uh, milk that uh, what is the one that looks like a goat's head? A, or, a, a, antelope horn. Yeah, antelope. They come up. It comes up in rocks and everywhere else. Well, I had I had some nice uh, green milkweed that was uh, growing. I thought pretty strong and. Uh, course the uh the butterfly weed the yeah but they both got they both got flattened with the, the february freeze the only one that made it through uh not all of it made it through but the, some of the tropical milkweed i uh, did it survived. really yeah that's yeah it's and they, it's tough they, they still had tropical it used to be right out here right by us there tropical milkweed. Patrick, did, they, did it freeze the top down or what did it do? Yeah, it just, fro- it just fro- froze the uh, top down. No, the, the milkweed, the other milkweeds, the native milkweeds, it not only froze the top down, but it did, killed it, it did, to the there ground. Was no, yeah, nothing. I kept thinking something would. Yeah. You, you know how you do. Uh, <laughs> let's go check the garden. And uh-huh. Still nothing came up. Patrick is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey, Patrick, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine, thank you. My question is, my wife planted collard greens in September from seed, and this Arctic blast took them out. Is it worthwhile to reseed again um, the collards for try to make another crop? Uh, I think so. What, what did you have? Collards. Collard greens. I think you might be able to do that, yeah. The cold took collards out. They took them out. They're black, completely out there on the ground. And I thought they were a wintertime crop. They are. Yeah, but this... That surprises me. Yeah. Well, but uh, broccoli got hit pretty hard, too, and... uh, Oh, cauliflower. Cauliflower got nailed. Well, Uh, we we think of collards as... Kale, you know, kale... Yeah. Kale, yeah, it's closely related to kale. How old were the plants? They were planted in September, the beginning of September, and okay. uh, they were about they were about uh, ten to twelve inches tall. And I mean, oh. it took them out. 
That's all the taller they were? Yes, sir. Uh, were they grown in full sun? <laughs> yes. Did you fertilize them? Of course. Huh. With what? It's, they're not very, that, that doesn't yeah, sound like they're very tall. You fertilize them. Has, you what? Has to, grow, has to grow in compost? Yeah. You didn't yes. fertilize them. What do you mean we didn't fertilize them? <laughs> that, they they need a lot of extra nitrogen. They, they, oh, really? They're a leafy crop. But still, I mean, it's odd those, plant, those plants should have been uh, 15 inches tall. Oh, okay. 15 All to right. 20 inches tall. They're a huge, huge plant, but you've got to get, get them uh, going with some, uh, start them with 1959 slow release. When you first plant them, okay. you plant them from seed or transplant. They were from seed. Okay, good for you. Uh, okay. Yeah. Next next time, uh, collards and kale can take a pretty hard freeze because we had a pretty hard yeah. freeze. Mm-hmm. Well, you you, mm-hmm. you still got a I think you still got a chance to get a crop if you get some of the, the so some of the nurseries have transplants. Do we have? Still have collards transplants? Did you uh, notice? I don't. Th- well, no. I, I don't think <laughs> you have. Good. I, I wouldn't use that. Plus. I wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, right. I don't. I don't think that. Well, unless you could find them, find some. Nice oh yeah, there's 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 collards around. But yeah, get them get them in fast if you can uh, find some transplants and. You should be able to get a crop. Now the kale, at least in my my garden, the kale didn't get hit very hard. It but did. The, the got, collard did. Oh, did it? We got yeah. down. Yeah, we got down flying. to sixteen here, huh. and it was over twelve hours. So. Yeah. Well, and it depends on so many other so many factors too. Did did it take out Brussels sprouts, or did you have any? Yeah, we we tried some. They're gone, and then of course all the other stuff we had carrying over—peppers, tomatoes, and everything like that. I mean, it took out the whole garden. And um, okay, well, some of some of those things are going to surprise you and come back. You well, got carrot, carrots, it, or anything? It, it knocked all the leaves off the ligustrums. Oh and, well. Uh, <laughs> if now you could be, if you could, you were lucky, they wouldn't grow back. Huh? Um, <laughs> <laughs> But so, yeah, some of some of those uh, vegetables will go, or will probably come back too. But but you, yeah, you might try uh, see what you can find in the your, your favorite nursery and the transplants yeah. and and get get them in the ground pretty quick. And you on, on the let, let's see when do we we, we plant our uh, broccoli our last broccoli in February about February first, don't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So we got if we get it in February, we got a pretty good chance. Well, pretty good chance we'll yeah. get some. And on the sago, should we trim them all the way back because they kind of browned out on them, and just Uh-oh. hopefully they sprout up again? Uh, I would tell him. I'd be real, tell ca- him. be real cautious. <laughs> don't, 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 yeah, don't cut anything back until you're clear that it's dead and not. <laughs> not yeah, it, not kind of green. If up. the leaves are brown, they're not mm-hmm. going to get green again. No, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Okay. So you you can you can t- take off the brown fronds mm-hmm. leaves, and uh, 
to you know to clean them up, but uh, and just look for that new growth coming out the very top, very, very center, right. center and top. That's right. where I'd put All out right. new fronds. All right. Alrighty. Alrighty. Thank you, sirs. Y'all have a good. Good luck. Day. You bet. Take mm-hmm. care. All right, we go back to the phone lines now, 210-308-8867. Greg is on the line. Hey, Greg, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Good. How are you, gentlemen? Good, good. What's going on? Well, this is uh, your North Texas uh, president oh, of the oh, Rio Grande yeah. Gold. Yeah, it's our, this is our Rio Grande Gold uh, report. <laughs> That's right. Got, got the final report since uh, last week's freeze. Did them, did them in. Yeah. Um, but had a had a good spring crop and had an even better fall crop, and out right. of two plants, I think I kind of quit counting it about 200 peppers between the two plants. Wow! Wow! And yeah, um, harvested a lot of the seeds. I I've got hundreds and hundreds of seeds. That's good uh, from them. So once once I get back down in that area, I'll uh, I'll swing by and drop you okay. off some seeds. But um, I did uh, the, the science experiment of uh, the cold front. Um, they were doing real well, still green, very vibrant plants. And then on Thursday, was it Thursday last week that the that cold right. front hit yeah, North yes. Texas? Right. And and you could see it at about 25 degrees. Those leaves started kind of shriveling. And by that night when we were down in the teens, uh, it was done for. Yeah. <laughs> so it was. Mm. It it does yeah. not like uh, about twenty five degrees seems like a <laughs> yeah no no pepper or tomato or whatever can tolerate twenty five yeah. degrees but yeah they were uh, they were it, hanging in there though yeah it it bothers me that you were out looking at them at twenty five <laughs> degrees <laughs> well we've we've got a puppy that that has to go potty every now and then oh yeah. okay well, they don't understand do. that temperature thing do they. <laughs> No, well, they don't like it when it's cold, and, and owners <laughs> owners don't like it any better. So they were, uh, she was actually pretty quick doing her business. So there you go. Oh, yeah. that's good. Yeah, ours loves the cold. <laughs> She's like keeps walking. Hell, I'm I'm still walking. This is great. Well, so, we we appreciate you uh, helping yeah. us with the seeds. Now yeah, you know you, you know how to store the seed, right? Yeah, so I've got them dried, and I've I've got them uh, good. the ones that have been thoroughly dried. They're in He's little good. baggies, sandwich baggies. Do I need to put those in the refrigerator? Or? Oh yeah, you got to put them in the refrigerator. Okay. You're, ma- you're married, the, aren't you? Yeah, oh, you, yeah. Okay, but yeah, I have my own uh, personal refrigerator. He's got yes. his own refrigerator. Oh, okay. Wow, that's not nearly got, as much. That's not nearly as much fun as wow. putting them in with your food. <laughs> Well, and it's, don't, it, don't follow. My, <laughs> yes, sir. My my refrigerator, it's beer and seeds. There you All go. Right. That's perfect. Don't follow <laughs> Jerry's advice of keeping them in there for years and years and years. <laughs> well, if you do have to keep them for years and years, that's the place to do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I got a, I've got a quick question. I don't know how this is going to pan out till I try it. But uh, I try. I harvested some of the hatch chili pepper seeds okay. uh, when those were on the market. Yeah. Do you think they'll they'll grow here? Will will it oh, kind of yeah. come true from what the hatch tastes like? Oh yeah. Um, the the hatch that hatch <laughs> that's named after the region. 
Yeah. And yeah. and it's not the variety name of the pepper. So uh, I've got yeah. a, I've got a buddy that told me it's basically just an Anaheim pepper, which is grown in yeah, Texas, right. New Mexico. I think I think that's right. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, so are you if you extracted the seed like uh, like you did on a real grande gold and dried it and uh, keeping it in the refrigerator after thoroughly dried, uh, you will sow that. Uh, Probably next uh, April. Directly. Okay. In, oh, let's see. Did you have a greenhouse? No, I don't. Okay. I don't. Well, you wait till the soil warms in late April or first part of May, and just direct seed it uh, into the garden. I've got a write-up on that. Doing that on uh, PlantAnswers.com. Oh, okay. And. Okay. Uh, talks about how you know you pre-irrigate uh, pre-irrigate the soil before you plant the seed and mm-hmm. then just sow it uh, sow it right on top of the uh, loosened soil and kind of press it in with a hole or something so you get good seed soil contact okay and you should had- get you should get pretty good uh, germination on it. Okay. Yeah, I, I had pretty good luck with uh, some of the jalapenos I was growing. There you just go. Just using those those little uh, peat moss discs, you know. That yeah, you, yeah. You, you raise them up, and it gets them started, and then, a, you know, put them in better soil. Okay. So I've got a, I've got a, a light, green light or a, whatever you call it, heat yeah, light. Yeah, grow light. Uh, grow, there you go, grow light. Um yeah. That uh, maybe I can get them started in April. And yeah. Go so. They'll they'll be just as good as the one you got in the grocery, if not better. No good, good. Well, I've got <laughs> probably fifty or sixty of those seeds. So. Okay. Well, well if we'll you if you, be sure you know pepper needs a lot of fertility, so uh, yeah. Get them some nineteen five nine slow release and wait till the soil warms. I don't know, this crazy year, I hope next year is not going to be as wild. Soil has been quite Uh, warm this year. Huh? (laughs) Soil has been quite warm this year. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Well, Well, good luck to you. Yeah, we look forward to seeing you when you come by with the seeds. Yeah, hopefully uh, hopefully here soon we'll get us a last-minute hunting trip in or something. Okay. Thank you, sir. Bye-bye. All right. Happy New Year's. You too. It came back. Oh, okay. Uh, I shook the wire. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Let's take a break and come back in a moment. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. And our hopes as high as a kind how can our love go wrong if we start the new year right? and welcome back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930 AM The Answer 210-308-8867 210 210- 308-8867 or toll free 
8867 or this um, man has come by and is talking to Jerry. I don't know. Can you hear what they're talking about? No. I can't either. So, okay. I think he was complimenting him first. That's always dangerous. I sure enjoy your show, but. Yeah. <laughs> I was over there watching. Uh, I look, it looked like uh, one of the staff uh, doing a, putting together a really good lunch. Oh. Uh, but I figured out uh, no, it was, why it was, it was cat food. <laughs> it looked really appetizing. Should we get you some cat food? No, I think I'll pass. Do you want chicken food. or fish yeah. or which? What are you thinking? Yeah, a little, a little of both. Halibut would be good. <laughs> All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Well, okay, Calvin. So, what did we talk about for the new year? Uh, we talked about uh, plants that they could do. We talked about composting. You talked about uh, monarch butterflies and taking on a natural, a nature project, a nature sort of service project. What else? Uh, youth, uh, target some uh, youth and help them yeah. take advantage of, of uh, the benefits from being involved in gardening. Um, also, uh, the, the advantages of participating with the gardening volunteers of South Texas or the, mm-hmm. and or the master gardeners. Um, that's, uh, oh, and the, the other, the other thing is that a lot, a lot of, uh, good gardeners, uh, participate in their neighborhood. A lot, a lot of neighborhoods have, uh, gardening committees or horticulture committees. Yeah. Ch- churches do. Yeah. And local, local schools do. And the churches, I think, are getting more into the, the, uh, growing, uh, food, and uh, vegetable gardening and stuff like that for well, both the congregation well, and for the community. Yeah, a lot of, I think one of our favorite gardeners, Billy, yeah, had, uh, also uh, helps his church out. Oh, does he? Yeah, I, I, I think he used to, if he used to if he's not still doing it. But uh, a lot of a lot of the gardeners uh, do that. Um, and then let's see what else. Okay, oh, new uh, new gardening. Yeah, you know, with the with the COVID, we we we're just kind of trying to hold our own on, <laughs> on gardening and techniques and access to supply, but uh, ho- hopefully we're be- we're beyond that now, and uh, people can start expanding their uh, gardening. Uh, you, you know, we used to spend more time on uh, uh, water water gardening and. Uh, Trying some new exotic vegetables, uh, and of course, new. We mentioned the uh, nutrition expanded yeah. the, the garden to better meet the nutrition, mm-hmm. uh, make it make it part of a uh, improved uh, f- food for our families too. With the with the garden, it's relatively easy to do that, especially in the the, the winter. Now, it doesn't help when you have a freezes like we have had the mm. last couple of years, but uh, uh, our, our winter garden with all those uh, all the greens and the root crops are really uh, uh, one of the easy, it's easier to produce uh, some really nutritious vegetables that uh, uh, benefit our families. And you didn't mention the fact that gardening increases your happiness. 
because and actually there's a, a physiological reason for that. Really? Yeah, because apparently, as you this is going back to Jerry's microbes. There are <laughs> microbes in soil, and as you dig and stir them up, you breathe them in. Those microbes release endorphins, so you feel better, according to the article I read. You can so even you can. So if you eat eat some of the soil, or no, eat the compost. No, I didn't say that. All it said was the breathing and. Oh well, well, we could could expand a little bit the uh, the exercise that you get. From yeah, gardening. that's true too. I mean, yeah, the, always these, the doctors when they say, "Well, do you walk? What about gardening? Do you do any gardening or anything?" <laughs> you know, that's always looked on as kind of a positive. Uh, Those poor doctors, I just imagine. Do you do any gardening? Oh, yeah, I do. I get plenty of exercise, but my tomatoes this year—I don't understand what is happening with them. There's, there's some kind of worm and caterpillar doc. It's eating this. You got anything for that? Anyway, so maybe, maybe maybe we need a new uh, a new uh, branch of yeah. uh, medical services. That's or, right. Yeah, the, the horticulture garden. The doctors section. that understand horticulture. You you were getting some nice words. What was he talking about? Oh, that was an interesting gentleman. Uh, he's ni- he's ninety one. Good for him. And he loves our show. Doesn't miss a one. All right. What's his first name? Did you did you get it? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, well, Jerry, Jerry's almost that old, and he's of course forgotten what the uh, first yeah, name. Yeah, I forgot. What, what should we call him? <laughs> we call him Fred. But anyway, he's a good. He was a good friend of uh, Malcolm Beck's. Oh, uh, good. And uh, he he told a story that his wife had a little uh, a d- dementia, and uh, she she was one of those people that uh, wouldn't eat uh, red meat and all that kind of stuff. You know, mm-hmm. limiting her diet. To, for healthy to food, and uh, they uh, they put her in a a kind of a assisted care, living, a center, assisted living thing, where where they made her start eating red meat and that stuff again. She got over the dementia. Wow! Now they had to go back to the doctor hardly any. Huh? That's wonderful. I'm waiting for the punchline. Is she no. still alive? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, <laughs> often, with, often with Jerry's stories, it yeah, doesn't I always guess. end up well. Yeah. <laughs> this, is a, this is really an unusual. And so the, she the, took the up la- gardening. The last one of the new uh, old year, and it's a positive. <laughs> yeah, that's. we should stop. Jerry, thank you. You can go straight to the car now. Okay. You're, you're done. Um, that's great. Well, I wish we knew his first name. We could thank him for listening. So we'll just call him Fred. Fred, friend of Malcolm, thank you. And I'm glad, glad Jerry could tell he, a nice story. He, he is military. Okay. I, I watched him out there, and uh, he, was, he was in the military, of course. I was afraid he was Lulu's uh, brother-in-law or whatever who gave her that pack of seeds coming to tell you off. <laughs> no. What was wrong with my gift? Okay. But anyway... Uh, uh, yeah, he was a very nice person. Good. Yeah. We have nice listeners. He looks strong. Yeah. For 91. At, at gardening. Yeah. Yeah, good exercise. Yeah, there you go. I imagine. Where have we heard that? <laughs> uh, I was looking at Calvin's article here, and uh, he, he says, discard old pesticides. 
Now that's very important. So if you've got some old orthene, now to make sure he make sure he finishes the, the thought. <laughs> no. Is that all he wrote? Yeah, don't just throw them out on the road. Or, yeah, don't don't flush them or throw them out on the road because we do a public service here. Mm. If you got any orthene or diazinon or any of those toxic, very toxic, dangerous pesticides, just put them in a, a box, make sure they're not leaky, and bring, <laughs> them, bring them up here to Millburgers, and I'll dispose of them for you. Mm. That's the kind of guy I am. You're, you're so giving. Now, I just oh. wonder how he didn't. He's not doing much gardening now. What, uh, what is he gonna, yeah, what's he doing with all this? He's got fire ants. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you never get rid of all those. Except I, I understand a lot of those froze. A lot of the mounds froze. So you probably won't it's have just to a, worry. It's just a joke. They're yeah. just hiding out. In there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Give them, give them two days, then we'll go back and start biting them. They're, they're the original go underground type of thing. <laughs> it says uh, also discard unlabeled or solidified material. Now the neat neat thing about. I, my disposable unit is if you've got orthene, even if it doesn't have a label on it, I can tell which is orthene and which is not. Hello? <laughs> even even yeah. those who have passed can tell that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, Milton, uh, mm-hmm. before we go, I want you to look at this tree, that uh, cedar elm tree that's got the hug me on yeah. it. Yeah. And look in that in that tree and see mm-hmm. what is green. How much? What what is green in the tree? A little bit of mistletoe. There you go, mistletoe only. And so, so some people would Neil would say, cut that out as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. I say, figure out how to spread it all over that tree so it'd be green all winter. It does have some nice, lovely ball moss, too. You're not going to talk about that? And yeah, and, and since we've determined... Gray's a color, too. Yeah. It's <laughs> more so than brown is on our cypress leaves. But anyway, the... Um, <laughs> uh, I guess loquat must be evergreen, huh? I'm looking around to see what's still blooming. Yeah. Loquat. It wants to be, but it'll uh, if it's cold enough, it'll drop the leaves. Mountain laurel. Yeah. Somebody was telling me that their mountain laurel died this year. What? Uh, I, I didn't. Uh, I, I was noticing that they just looked good. There wasn't even a lot of <laughs> burnt areas. Yeah. I, I think there's something else. They might have might have misidentified the. Yeah. The plant, because uh, when when there's no blooms or anything, yeah. it's, and, uh, a lot of plants look but alike. Usually the oh. foliage is uh, so pretty and green on the mountain lawn. Yeah. But uh, crepe myrtle, I think, has a, a lot that, of... Uh, uh, crepe myrtles took it on... Uh, well, <laughs> I was thinking they, they took it on the chin, but they just got they just dropped their leaves. I don't know yeah. that that hurt them. Different, different ones responded in different yeah. ways, basically. Um, 
Somebody wrote wrote in for Neil said uh, live oak sprouts are coming up between our patio pavers. We're used to the seedlings from acorns, but there are, isn't enough room for acorns to reach the soil in those narrow spaces. These have to be oak sprouts. Hey, that's Lulu. <laughs> yeah, do you? They're right over there. What's he want? That's Lulu. That's our blue bonnet lady. Oh, okay. She's coming to get some before they close. Uh, yeah. She got here just in time. <laughs> <laughs> they close at 2 o'clock today, if you haven't heard. Uh, anyway, t- talking about the oak sprouts, my oak sprouts have dried up, too. Huh. But really? I, they're going to come back, but uh, they, they've lost their foliage. Huh. Um. And Neil says, they are tethered to the mother tree, so no, you wouldn't want to spray them. You could keep them trimmed off, but a more permanent solution would be lift the pavers. Pavers? Yeah. Hopefully you can. And lay root barrier beneath them. What a job. I, I I don't know if I'd just keep them out of there. I think it'd grow through that root barrier. Hmm. Yeah, they're they're pretty invincible. Yeah, you know they got they got an attitude. Uh, your lo- local nursery, water garden designer, and landscape uh, supplier will have options. This is an unfortunate habit of ten to fifteen percent of live oaks, and we don't find out until years after planting. All right, we're going to wrap it up for today. We we'll have a recorded show tomorrow because the nursery's closed. We want to wish everybody a safe uh, New Year's Eve, and we will see you in the new year next week live. So uh, come on, last see day David. of the year. Yeah, it's the last day of the year. See you then on the answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.